Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so much for joining me again today. May God bless you and lead you in your life. I've talked about Colossians. I said we're going to be in Colossians for the next couple days. And uh, of course, Colossians was written around 60 or 61 AD by the Apostle Paul. And it was written to encourage the church. And folks, we want to encourage the church today. We want to encourage you. We just need to take a really look at, uh, at our lives and to see where we're at and say, God, how can I be a man of God? Our Heavenly Father, I, I thank you for the day. I thank you for your people. I thank you for the listeners of this station. God, I pray that many non-believers would tune in, and Lord, they would be touched by the power of God. They'd be touched by the Word of God. Their lives would be changed forever, and Lord, when you come again, which could be soon, that we're going to be ready, there'd be no questions, no issues. We know we're ready. And God, I pray that we would walk with you. Thank you again for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, as I've talked about over and over again over the last 12 years, we must live in the truth, which is Jesus Christ. Live by the truth, which he proclaims. That we don't want to be held captives by the world. Captives by the principles of the world that are against God that guide so many lives. Stay close to God. So the, and, and run from some of the philosophies of the world that take you captive. Folks, we know legalist, uh, legalism is, is contagious. You know, we listen to Jesus' words when we, uh, in, in Mark, you know, he talks about laws and laws and more laws, and Jesus wants to, us to live by his word, you know, that we, we trust him. We lean on him and we say, Lord, I need your direction because I don't have it on my own. I'm, I struggle on my own, and people, we all struggle on our own. We need God's Word. I love reading the Gospels because you hear Jesus' words themselves. That's why I tell you many times, I, I've watched the video of, uh, of uh, the Gospel of Matthew. I think I know Matthew very, very well because I've watched it so many times. And I think, I think it's something first important, you know. But uh, we need to have the faith and believe that God has things for us. That's why probably so many citizens, you know, in life uh, uh, struggle because we just fall asleep spiritually, you know. Uh, you know, there's some interesting laws that are made up, and people follow some of these laws. They're crazy laws. Listen to some of these laws. In Florida, a woman can be fined for falling asleep under a hairdryer. <laughs> That's why probably so many are sipping on coffee. In India, in Indiana, citizens are not allowed to attend a theater or ride a streetcar within four hours of eating garlic. Isn't that crazy? How do they enforce that? In Eureka, Illinois, a man with a mustache may not kiss a woman. Boy, I tell you what, no wonder you see no, no mustaches in Eureka. In normal, in normal Illinois, it's against the law to make a face at a dog. Man, I'd be in jail a long time ago. I'm glad I'm not a pastor in Nicholas County, West Virginia, because no member of the clergy there is allowed to tell a joke or humor story from the pulpit. I tell you these because sometimes people come up with religious laws that have no biblical background, but man-made. Know what the Bible says. Live by his spirit. Live by the spirit of Almighty God and allow him to direct us. Allow his word to direct us and to open up doors for us. Not by what man tells you. Not by everything that's laid out for him. You know, I think sometimes we, we like a philosophy and then we run with it. And we say, oh, that's good. That's the right thing to do. We need to do that. We need to live that way. 
Live by the Spirit. Listen to what Paul says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 21. He says, So I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the spirit, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live this way will not inherit the kingdom of God. Encourage those caught in sin. They don't need to be beaten over the head. They need encouraged to do what is right. You know, and be careful. Be careful. Last verse in Colossians hit that, that we don't become so full of ourselves that we are always looking for sins of others. In fact, in Galatians 6.1, what he says is this. He says, restore them gently. Restore them gently to the things of God. So, you know, what do we need to do in our lives? We need to really take some action steps action steps. We need to be built up in faith. And that's what Paul was trying to do with the church at Colossae, to build them up in faith. Action steps are purposely taken, and they're steps to help you grow in the Word. Like I told you yesterday, we're going to do a lot of growing deeper things in our church to try to get people to grow deeper in the things of God. And of course, we know this, we must live by God's grace. The Bible says, by grace we are saved in Christ Jesus. By faith in Christ Jesus we are saved, living by his grace, his unmerited favor. You know, we we live in a world that uh, we like favor. I think I like being treated with favor in life, and, and, uh, and grace certainly is God's favor. You know, and we find in the second chapter of Colossians, verse 16, through 23, these words, Therefore do not let anyone judge you in what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that are to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes to the great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions that are unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, and grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of the world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you not submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teaching. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. He is warning the church here not to get so caught up in legalism, but to get caught up in the Spirit of God. I've heard many people say over the years, oh, that's just so legalistic, this is so legal, and sometimes people use that as an excuse to sin. I hope that never happens. But the truth is, you know, growing up, I was in a church like that. 
You know, if I went to a movie, I was going to go to hell. If I played with playing cards, I was going to hell. If I went to dance, I was going to hell. I mean, that's really how I was kind of raised growing up until all of a sudden, I guess God changed his mind. <laughs> no, people started living by the Word of God and started not imposing their ideas on people and not God's ideas. Now, God wants us to be careful. God wants us to make wise decisions. And believe me, I'm not telling you if you have a problem with any of those things, hey, then you do what God leads you to do. That's why he gives you a conscience. I didn't go to a movie. I think it was my 19th birthday. I went with a girlfriend to the very first movie I've ever watched. It was The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand. I don't even remember the movie whatsoever, but I know that I was like, wow, what a theater. I get to eat popcorn and candy and drink. It was amazing. I didn't go to, you know, I was my first theater going into a theater that I'd ever, ever done because I always thought it was sin. Well, you can certainly sin by choosing horrible things to watch, things that are against God. And obviously, you know what? You just got to use discernment. But God wants us to live holy lives, pleasing to him. But sometimes we take the judgment seat of God because we disagree with someone's choices and we condemn them. We're the judge and jury. We condemn them because they're against our ideas, our ideals. We're not always going to agree on matters. We all have the scale that weighs our choices, and it's the Word of God. And it's plain and clear. You and I need to concentrate on loving God, and as I said earlier, gently helping others know Him. God's grace is His unmerited favor. We didn't deserve us. We didn't deserve His favor. He died on a cross for us, and He rose again. But we must live in God's truth. And so the question, you know, I have for you today, are you living in God's truth? Are you walking in God's truth? What does your life look like outside of being in church on Sunday morning? Where is God seen in your daily life, in your work life, in your home life? Do people see God? Do people people see the power of God unfold in your life? Or are you just one of those who said, well, I'll be there on Sunday, and man, you can see me. I've got the face. I'm on every board. I teach Sunday school. What about every other day? What about when you're with your spouse, with your kids, with your neighbors, playing sports? What's your life about? What are you portraying? Is Jesus without question number one in your life? Do people know without even issue, they don't even have to think about it twice, that you follow the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? What is it, folks? What is it that drives you? What is it that leads you? Folks, I hope it's the power of Almighty God. I hope God is opening up great doors for you and you're following in His footsteps. I didn't tell you you had to be a perfect person. I didn't tell you that I'm a perfect person. I'm I fail like anybody else does. I get a bad attitude now and again. Sometimes I even get a little depressed about things. You know, there's things in life that kind of send you the wrong way. When people uh, say things about you or people falsely accuse you or whatever it might be, you know, we all deal with that in our lives. But to know that God is there for us and that he wants us to trust him and to live daily for him and to live in his word. People of God, you're good people. I mean, many of you are doing the right thing by listening to Christian radio. Some of you listen to shows all day long. Some of you will wait and listen to Paul Shepard after me or, and listen to, to Jim uh, at Heritage Bible before me. I think that's awesome because you're trying to learn and glean from God. 
Let's grow together. Let's learn together. Let's live above reproach. Let's stand up and be counted. Let's be a living influence for the King of Kings. Let's help change our world. Hey, God loves you. I love you. Hope you have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.